What's going on? I'm Sebastian Fishmatherin, a Floridian student, and you're listening to At Sea with Seabass, a podcast where we attack current events and societal issues. Enjoy. Right now, I'm with uh, Marley Gordon. Uh, what's up, Marley? How's it going? Oh, what's up? Um, how are you? I'm good, and you? Uh, so, just talk a little bit about yourself. Uh, what do you do? What do you enjoy doing? Um, I enjoy talking about philosophy, international, and domestic politics. Um, those are my that's like my forte. Um, and yeah, that's that's pretty much like my my favorite things to do and talk about. Sick, sick, sick. So I really want to split this up into three things. I want to split it up into just talking about the debate and how things really went. Um, and then I want to talk about the facts, what it really happened, uh, what people were lying about, what people were telling the truth about. And then I also want to end by talking about the clear winner, if there was one. What do you, how do you think it started? Like the, the, the start of discussions, what did you, what did you think about that? So my main takeaway from the first around 30 minutes probably was Trump seemed a lot more powerful than Biden. It seemed like a lot of that zing that he had from the first um, the, from those first debates with Hillary um, was there. And like you can kind of get that humorous way of like arguing with people out of that. But as time went on, um, it started to get a lot more annoying. And, and as he kept interrupting, it got a lot more annoying. And as they got into topics that were tougher for Trump to um, talk about it seemed a lot more pretentious what he was doing and it and Biden started to look a lot more professional than him, even though he looked weak and timid at the start. Yeah, for sure. Like Biden, I think that's a really good way of describing it. Biden was extremely timid at the beginning while Donald Trump came in really strong. However, it ended up like not really working in his favor because those, those zinger lines with those, those one hitters weren't working like they did with Hillary with Hillary. Um, you know, the, the whole thing with the nasty woman and everything like that, he had an audience there. It was hitting because the, his Trump, his supporters were, were getting involved and they were clapping and, and the audience is what he really used to rile up everything. And now, you know, he didn't have as much, much of and it on top, to go off. on top of that, you can't really hate Biden as much as you can hate on Hillary. It seems like one person, like Hillary, literally has like tons of accusations against her. Um, she had the email stuff. Um, she had the whole PizzaGate stuff, which is fake. It is, but people still believe it. Um, so like the you're child kidnapping. Use, yeah, 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 all that stuff. You're able to use all of that against Hillary and call her a nasty woman, and you'd be in jail. But like, what can you really say against Biden besides like talking about his son? Because he had the chance to um, tell, to, to reassure everybody that he never called military people suckers and losers, but he didn't. He just went after Hunter Biden um, without, while ignoring Joe, Bo Biden. So, Yeah, I definitely want to talk about that. What about the, the uh, attacks, the ad homs? How do you think that worked in um, Biden's favor? Because he did, towards the end, start you know, attacking Donald Trump and his, um, some of his policies, the time where he said to inject Clorox into people, all that stuff. Like, um, what do you, what do you think about that? Um, I think he needs like a zinger team because you can only get a few. Like, yeah, you can only get a few. Um, of, it was very few far in between that you actually heard any of those like really good lines, but there were some of them. Um, one of my favorites was that one. Also, the one where he was like, "Well, everybody, everybody that in your um in your office that disagrees with you is fired now," and stuff like that. Like that, pretty funny. Um, uh, but I think it works really well when like those like one-liners are what stays in people's heads i really like how how chris went about it when he was doing it because he he did call out trump a bunch of times. i did like this <laughs> huh 
I actually like, kind of disagree. I think Chris should have been much more forceful in the way that he talked about that he, and the way that he tried to silence Trump because he was way worse than Biden. If anybody wants to rewatch that debate, a hundred percent. I think, however, I, he, towards the end, he was he was telling yeah, him, you know, st- stop interrupting each other. Let's have, let's have this peaceful peaceful debate. Blah blah blah. And keep in mind that. Uh, he is a Fox reporter. He's a conservative reporter for a conservative well, channel. Yeah, so, sure. So, he he left, he left Fox though. That's he, yeah, yeah, he did. But um, you know, you, that kind of mindset still stays with you. It's not like it just disappears when you leave. Um, but I do like how how Biden was sort of sort of attacking attacking the question straightforward and how he talks to the audience. I think that was super important. Yes, and I think that was very good. The way he would look at the, he would look at the camera and say the American people Well, Trump looked like he was just attacking Biden. He wasn't exactly. speaking as in like, yeah. And as most people have said, like Biden didn't win that debate. Trump lost it. Um, yeah. He definitely did a, he did a better job than people expected. Yes. Because Trump, because, because the Trump campaign has continuously, um, uh, been like calling, saying he's like dementia patient, senile, this and that, and then he comes mm-hmm. out and he looks like a normal debater. Yeah. I, yeah, I just think that the tactic of of keeping the people who you know will vote for you instead of trying to um, attack another audience is is stupid. Because how their base won't work here because but because Trump will never lose his voter base, but he lost a lot of those working class Americans mm-hmm. who only thought he was like a populist. Yeah, but let's switch gears to the the whole uh, white supremacy thing and how he didn't denounce it why do you think he did that why would he not just straight up say i don't like white supremacists i don't think white supremacy is a good thing um the proud boy should stand down and you he's been pandering to like the white nationalist crowd so much lately um especially as the riots have been going on i think it was really weird to when he said stand by he mm. should have just said yeah that was horrible okay. i don't think yeah. that that played well for him at all. I don't know why he, this is this is going back to the thing I said again about him trying to just obtain and keep his followers rather than um, to appeal to other working class individuals. When you're talking about the economy, you're talking about working class individuals. You're talking about people who are going to work every day and their jobs are being affected by COVID nineteen. Why would you not want to appeal to them instead of trying to appeal to some white supremacists and people like the Proud Boys who are a violent militia group? Trump's whole entire thing is Antifa is a terrorist organization, mm-hmm. blah, 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 which is literally just literally false. Like, yeah, it just I mean, they are technically because he wanted to make them one, but they're not even an organization, right? Yeah. Like they're, they're an effective organization. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, do you want to to sort of talk about the the fact checks? Um, yes, I think that's that, that's super important. So, the election being rigged, rigged is like very, very, it's like a, such a lie. Fraud is exceedingly rare in the U.S. elections. The, the amount of actual like fraud that we see coming from this is so infinite, uh, it, it's so infinitely small. Un- I don't know if that's the right way to say it. I, mean, I meant to say infinitely, I forget it, but it's just so small. It's unbelievable. Uh, Second, after Biden said he had established that mail-in voting is a fraudulent, fraudulent process, Trump replied, it's already been established. Look at Carolyn Maloney's race in Manhattan, which was something that, um, which was something that you, me and you originally before this podcast actually talked about. Um, this is false. There was actually no evidence um, to date of 
primary in New York's 12th district. There was legal dispute about the fact that a large number of ballots were rejected for non-fraud reasons. And while the ballot counting was slow because the state has administrative problems ranging from insufficient um, staffing to outdated technology and trying to count a much larger than usual number of absentee votes, a slow count is not evidence of anything nefarious. Um, Trump also said, look at West Virginia, mailmen selling the ballots, they're being sold. This is false in three ways. There's one known recent instance of attempted election fraud in West Virginia by postal carriers. One, a single postal carrier who altered applications for absentee ballots during the 2020 primaries. So it wasn't mailmen, plural. It didn't involve selling anything, and it was just applications rather than ballots themselves. So that's a lie. So um, climate change. Uh, yes. What were the what were the truths and false about that? Um, actually, so this is where Biden kind of was a little iffy on. So, um, so one of the this is like a very small lie. So I don't know if I would even like give this. Um, but Biden was a little bit off with the four percent population thing. It's very hard to actually tell if we if our population. It's more like five percent, but that's really dumb. Um, Biden, yeah, Biden was pretty consistently like on the dot with most of his statements. Actually, um, the only lie, I, the only real lies that I even remember from there, because most of my fact checks aren't from that section. They're from a multitude. Like I'm not organized with my fact checks right now. Um, were there were a lot of cl- economic claims that Biden had that did not seem very economically viable. Um, Biden lied, Biden lied not frequently, but they were in different sections, so they were harder to catch. Exactly, and I think it really played a Trump to be interrupting him a lot because it, it leads Biden yep, to make his own mistakes. He wasn't able to say anything else because Trump would just interrupt. But and, like, one of the biggest things is that like, even with these lies, like Biden's lies were like half truths most of the time. Yeah. Biden's lies were literally like the mayor of Oregon supports me when in reality he said he doesn't. Like that's just a lie, right? Like that's just not true. I overall it was it was not the best debate. <laughs> Let's just say that. Uh, then yeah. who do you think won, Sebastian? Um, <laughs> I want to so know. I wouldn't necessarily think that that Joe Biden won, but. I think Donald Trump lost, if that makes any sense. Uh, but if I had yeah, I got to you. pick, if I had to pick a winner, like I guess I'd I'd pick Joe Biden. But uh, definitely, there there needs to be some some better some some better adjustments to to the debates next time around. But I'm really excited yeah. to see to see um, Kamala Kamala Harris and and uh, Mike Pence because Kamala Harris. Yeah. Uh, is, is a very strong debater. So um, I, I agree with you like almost 100% there. Yeah, but Biden um, was pretty lucky that Trump was so poor. Um, there were some moments that were pretty scary, like when Biden could not enter the court packing stuff. That was pretty bad. Um, but other than that, like Biden, Biden seemed to at least be empathetic to the American cause. He was very, very clear as to who he was talking about, the American people. Um, It almost seemed like a bully kind of going after the kid giving the presentation in front of front of class is what it felt like. Um, I definitely think that uh, people should go vote. It doesn't matter who you're voting for. It's just that you're voting because uh, you Mm -hmm. have a say in the election. However, I am, you know, on the the whole electoral college thing, but that's another conversation for another time. Yeah, democracy is <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, thank you, Marley, uh, for coming on. I appreciate it. And that will be the end of this uh, cool podcast of At Sea with Sebas. Uh, appreciate it and uh, stay tuned.